Anybody excited about this morning yet? Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and grab a seat. We're going to talk through something real quick before we're finished today. Because every baptism celebration, we also want to give the opportunity for anybody to hear the gospel. Because that's what changed our lives. That's why these people are up here doing what they did today, right? So for those that don't know who I am, though, some weird dude getting on stage with a black shirt, uh, I'm Lee Willis. I'm the student pastor here at SEC. And so, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Still trying to catch my breath from getting in the water and getting up here. But anyways, hey, I wanted to share you a little bit about my story and also how God's impacted me, how I'm here today with you and why I'm with you here today. And it all goes back to growing up. So for my family, we've always gone to church. So literally from when I was born, uh, as soon as, as you could get out of the hospital uh, and get into the church, my parents took me to church. So I have never had a season outside the church. I've always been a part of it in some way, shape, or form. And it was when I was eight years old, I went to Bible camp, and like most kids, right, we're more focused on hanging out with our friends and goofing around than paying attention and any of that, and I was no different. I was doing the exact same thing. But for whatever reason, that week at camp on Thursday night, God got my attention, I don't know in your life, for those that do have a relationship with him, if you remember that moment where something was just stirring, you couldn't explain it, you didn't know why, but all of a sudden it was like, man, I got to do something about this, I got to respond. And I was having that moment, he was sharing the straight up gospel that night, the speaker was, and all I knew in my heart was, I had to respond. And so after he was done, I went up and I said, hey, I don't know what to do right now, but all I know is I want to respond to what you're sharing, and I do want to start a relationship with Christ tonight. And so I did. The crazy part is, for some people, depending when and where you start your relationship with Christ, for some people, the change is really quick, like a snap, right? Like all of a sudden you're like, man, making a difference or anything. For me, at a young age, I still got it, but at the same time, I was still trying to please my peers. And that was more important than me in high school and middle school, pleasing them, belonging to them, those kind of things in my relationship with Christ. And I always had a relationship with Christ, and he always, always got my attention, and there were big steps in my life that he kept getting my attention. But the next biggest one was when I was 21. See, I came back home from flunking out of college the first time. I went back in my hometown, and I worked with a youth outreach group, reaching students that didn't want to go to the church. And so we set this whole thing up. We would share the gospel at the end of the night, but we would make the whole evening not churchy, if that makes sense. And we would bring these students in. And so it got to about May, that time of my 21st birthday. And one of the leaders came up to me and he said, Hey, Lee, we have been praying about who does next in May, and we believe it's you. And I was like, Oh, really? And he said, yeah, we do. There's five men we've been praying. Your name keeps coming up. We feel like you're the one to share the gospel next month. And I was like, well, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, and, he's, and, he, and I remember him putting his hand on my shoulder and he said, hey, we believe in you and we believe God wants you to do this. So what we're going to ask of you is we want you to go home and in the next few days, 
we want you to pray about it and think about it, okay? And we're hoping you come to the same conclusion that we have. So I went home terrified. Couldn't sleep that night. So I did what any good person does, right? You grab out your Bible and go, Jesus, please tell me what to read. And I dropped my Bible and it opened up to the book of James. And if you've ever read read the book of James, it's super convicting. And I actually ended up reading it four times in a row. And what hit me in that moment that night was, see, we can have a relationship with Jesus. He forgives us. But there's also another step with Jesus where we make him the Lord of our life, where he leads us. And I I realized that night I really wasn't doing that real well. So that night I got on the the floor and I started praying and I said, God, I've realized how I'm living isn't matching with the way you've wanted me to live. And I want to do that now and the rest is history. And now I'm here today getting to share with you the gospel. Because of what God's done in my life. But here's the interesting thing. For anybody that's grown up in the church, there's one verse for a lot of people they hear over and over and over again. Does anybody know what that is? I heard it whispered. Somebody knows. John 3.16, right? So growing up, I heard that over and over and over again. And it's not a negative over and over and over again because people cared about me and they wanted me to know it. But at one point I was like, okay, great. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only, you know, and I said it that way because it was like, all right, I've heard it enough. You know, I know it, I know it. Well, I didn't really know it. And so at 21, when I allowed Jesus to become the leader, Lord of my life, all of a sudden John 3, 16 opened up to me. And so I want to share a few things with you, no matter where you're at on your journey, that he taught me. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to explain. And he says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. There's a lot of meat in there for just one verse. And what I want to share with you to start is this part of God so loved the world. And there's two things that hit me when I started letting it hit me. First and foremost, I teach my oldest son all the time. I look at Jonathan and I go, Daddy loves you so much. And I spread my wings out as far as I can so he can see how much God loves you. I can't even stretch my arm. In front of something, right? I'm saying right now in front of the cross, and God loves you so much that he spread his arms as far as he could go to show you he loves you. And he died for you. But the other thing that hit me as I was studying this after I let him be the Lord of my life is I realized, man, I'm not really comprehending who God is in this verse even. Because think about this. If you believe in Genesis chapter 1, we believe, for those that do, that God is the God of the universe and that he created the universe, which means the God of the universe. Shrink it down a little bit to our Milky Way galaxy. The Milky Way galaxy. Now shrink it down to our earth. The God of the universe loves 
those people so much that live on earth in the Milky Way galaxy in his universe. And you can shrink it again to America. God loves people in America, and I, I know everywhere else, so please don't hear that. But God in America on earth in the Milky Way galaxy in the universe so much. And then shrink it down to this interesting state called Indiana. The God of the universe loves everyone in Indiana who's in America, who's in the earth, who's in the Milky Way galaxy, who's in the universe. And then about six months ago, I found out about this little place called Shelbyville, Indiana. And you shrink it down even further and loves you in little old Shelbyville, Indiana, in America, in earth in the Milky Way galaxy, in the universe. So that God loves you so much, he does the next step of he gives his one and only son. Have you ever received a gift you were shocked at or you didn't think you deserved or you were confused why you were getting it at the time? A lot of times there's a tagline with that, right? So, like, we'll get it and we'll go, why are you giving me this? Like, why now? And, and most times people will say, because I love you. Like, I'm not a big guy on getting a lot of gifts, but I love giving my wife gifts because I want her to know I love her. And there's no other reason other than I'm giving her this gift because I want her to know I love you. And that's what the God of the universe does. For God so loved you here in Shelbyville, Indiana. He literally gave you without knowing it at the time this gift. And what's interesting is when you read the rest of the Gospels, like even the people back then didn't even know what they were getting. He was giving everybody, whoever lived in the past, who lives in the present, who will live in the future, this gift to say anybody that will acknowledge it, accept it, and we'll see in a little bit, believe it, you actually get this gift. And the beauty is you don't have to wait an hour from now. You don't have to wait a day from now or longer. You can actually today have that relationship because of what Jesus did on the cross with the God of the universe. And he adds this next step. He says, not just that I love you so much, the world that he gave his only son, but whoever believes in him shall not perish and have eternal life. Here's the beauty of that. It actually means whoever when it says whoever. So there's no restrictions. There's no guidelines. There's no, well, you don't know my sins. There's no, you don't know where I've come from. There's no, you know what family I'm a part of. I mean, everything we can think about or any excuse we could ever say in that statement is pushed aside because guess what? believes in the godly son to die on the cross for you you today can not only have that relationship with that god of the universe but you can also have a forever life with him eternal life if you choose if you believe 
And that's the beauty of today. We celebrate baptisms not just because of baptisms, but because each of these people this morning at 9 o'clock and now at 11 made that choice, and that's what we're celebrating. What we get to add to that is this beautiful next step in their faith of taking it public. That's why we get so rowdy. It's because what God already did and what he's doing and what he's going to do in each of these people's lives. And the beauty is, if you're in this room or online, you actually can have that relationship today, and we're actually right now going to give you that opportunity. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a prayer, and the prayer doesn't save you, but the prayer confesses to God where we're at and that we need him. And so if you're one of those people that, like me when I was eight, your, your heart is stirring for whatever reason you don't know it, and you're like, man, I want a relationship. I don't know how or what, but I'm going to pray with Pastor Lee, and I'm going to accept that relationship. And, and right now in my heart, say I believe that I want you on your own with me to pray with me. But for those in the room that say you've already gone there and done that, here's what I want you to think about when we pray is, hey, have I allowed Jesus Christ not only to be my forgiver, my savior, but have I let him be my Lord and leader? And if why not, why not? For those that have been here with us over the last few weeks, we're in this beautiful series called Jesus is Better in the book of Hebrews. And for me, Jesus was not better, and that's why I wasn't allowing him to be my leader and Lord. And now I made that choice at 21 that he is the best thing, and now I'm going to let him be that in my life. And so have you made that step for yourself to let him be leader and Lord of your life and let him guide you and show you? So we're going to pray. And depending on where you land, we're just in agreement. Pray with us. Okay? So I'm going to pray this prayer. And if you feel a stirring in your heart, I'd love for you in your heart to pray with me. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for being a forgiver and a leader. We acknowledge we go our own way, that we make, want to make our own choices. We acknowledge we're all sinners and that we fall short of what you want for us. We acknowledge we want to make our own rules instead of following yours. We confess to you that we need your forgiveness and we thank you for what you did at the cross to cover those sins. We also acknowledge that we need help and strength and guidance to live the way you want. We ask that you not only forgive us, but that you lead us so we can follow you and become more like you. In your name, amen. So here's the thing. We don't want to leave this room just leaving that alone either. If you see in your seats or around your seats, there's this card, this postcard, and on it, is a, it's a response card, and on it says, I started a new relationship with Jesus today. And if you are one of those people that had that stirring in your heart and you prayed, what we want for you is we want to celebrate today with you in the moment you made that choice. And so in the back is Susan and Dawn, and they're glad and happy to meet with you. And so if that's you today, please mark 
that little circle and take that back to them so they can celebrate with you and help you know what a next step for you is, okay? But there's two other things on there if you wouldn't mind. Either if you're kind of curious but you weren't ready to take that step today, Mark, I'd like to talk more with somebody. Our staff would love to talk with you, answer questions, process with you, pray for you as you're wrestling with us. We know people have doubts and questions. We don't want to miss coming alongside you if you're willing to let us, okay? I'll mark that if that's where you're at today. Or if you would like prayer for something, mark that and write your prayer. So if you have started relationship with Christ today, we celebrate with you. Welcome to the family. We love you. Please see Dawn and Susan in the back. If you're marking the other two, there's all these beautiful boxes in the room you can drop the card off in or out back at the offering, all right? But hey, know this more than anything. Well, not more than anything because Jesus loves you. That's more important than anything. But hey, we as a staff love you, and we're praying for you all the time, okay? Love you guys.